Good morning, wherever you are, and welcome to St. Michael's in the Morning, a podcast series encompassing everything from sermons and services to special audio presentations, brought to you by St. Michael's Episcopal Church in Austin, Texas. For more information or to make a donation to St. Michael's, please visit www.st-michaels.org. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. It's so good to be here with St. Michael's and all those who worship with St. Michael's on this third Sunday of Easter. Some common prayers powerfully capture the cries of the hopeful. Today's collect is one of those. We pray together in part, open the eyes of our faith that we may behold Christ in all his redeeming work. When the world is harsh and the news is bad and everywhere we look we see signs of hatred, violence, brokenness, and death, we yearn for peace, joy, mercy, and grace. We yearn for Jesus. When we feel scared and alone and confused, we wish for strong and kind companions. We hope for Jesus. We want to see the light enfleshed, moving, redeeming. We want more than a distant rumor of resurrection. The hopeful want to see, touch, and believe. Open my eyes, they pray. I want to see Jesus. Jesus revealed himself after his resurrection. This was the Lord's doing. Will Jesus do this for us too? We hear week by week in these first Sundays of Easter how the risen Christ revealed himself to his disciples and to their companions outside the tomb, in the upper room, on the road to Emmaus, near the shores of a lake. They never recognized him immediately. He often had to calm their fears, but by calling Mary Magdalene by name in wounded hands and pierced side, by eating fish or breaking bread, by opening the scriptures to them, again and again he made himself, Jesus in his resurrection life, he made himself seen and known. So perhaps you too find yourself praying now and again, remembering the stories of Jesus' disciples, how they saw Jesus. You may find yourself praying. I find myself praying. Let me see Jesus too. And so we raise our prayer to God today. Jesus showed himself to his friends, O God. Let us see him too. Luke shows us the way. Here in chapter 24 of Luke's gospel, the evangelist highlights three repeating elements of these resurrection appearance encounters. First, the Jesus who has been raised is the Jesus who bears the marks of his suffering. 
look at my hands and feet. See that it is I myself. Jesus showed them his hands and his feet because they bore the marks of the nails that held him to the cross. When the disciples and their companions see the wounds still marking the one who stood among them, the one who spoke peace upon them, they knew they were beholding their Lord and friend who had died. The church has always held that Jesus's suffering is redemptive for the world. His death on the cross is the ultimate expression of his redeeming work. Beyond recognizing that this was the same Jesus who died on the cross, the wounds bear witness to God's power and will to stand in solidarity with those who suffer, to heal, liberate, and redeem those who are abused by the forces destroying the creatures of God. The disciples' eyes were opened when they saw Jesus in his woundedness. If we want to see Jesus, we may have to walk among the wounded. Second, Jesus revealed himself by eating with the disciples. In Emmaus, the identity of the stranger became clear when he broke bread. And here, in today's gospel, back in Jerusalem, while the gathered folk are experiencing the tangled emotions of joy mixed with disbelief and wonder, Jesus asked them for something to eat. When they gave him broiled fish, he ate. Eating confirms that the Gospels proclaim a bodily resurrection. The food also reminds the disciples that Jesus is the one who broke bread and fed the hungry, the one who took bread and said, this is my body, do this to remember me. The resurrected Christ is the same Jesus who ate and drank with his followers and with the crowds, with sinners, tax collectors, prostitutes. So the church, gathered at altar, but also around dining table, in a mess tent, or sharing sack lunches under bridges, hopes to meet the resurrected one. When the disciples gathered for meals after his death, Jesus stood among them. If we want to see Jesus, we might start by breaking bread with friend and stranger. Third, Jesus revealed himself by opening the scriptures to them. The scriptures that Jesus and his disciples knew were those we know as the Old Testament. They were the lens through which Jesus understood his vocation, his life and ministry, God's saving works. They contained the expressions of prayer with which he walked to Calvary. To understand that journey to the cross and its impact, to be equipped to invite repentance and proclaim forgiveness as Jesus commissioned them, those who followed Jesus needed the scriptures to become their lens 
their way of seeing. And so the risen Christ gave them Moses, the prophets, and the Psalms in a new way. In opening the scriptures to them, Jesus opened their eyes that they might see him in all his redeeming work. Not just the work on the cross, but the ongoing work of healing, liberating, saving, restoring, reconciling. The healing of that lame man we hear about in today's story from Acts. The gift of courage that strengthened Dietrich Bonhoeffer and Polly Murray and Mother Teresa. The conviction, often mingled with doubts and joy, of the baptized who seek and serve Christ by loving their neighbors as themselves. These two rely on the scriptures to help them to recognize the Savior and to do the work that he did. By helping the disciples to understand the scriptures and inviting them to break bread and acknowledge his wounds, Jesus equips his friends to recognize him in his saving efforts, his saving, his saving labors. We order our life as the church to help each other meet this Jesus, this Jesus resurrected from the dead. The moments of revelation cannot be manufactured. They, are, they arise on the Lord's initiative. We can together build the context that makes room for that grace. And the encounters with Jesus are always God-given grace. St. Michael's in Austin actually helped me toward a particularly memorable encounter. In August of 2019, shortly after I had been ordained a bishop, I traveled with Lizzie McManus-Dale and a group of people from St. Michael's and other churches to go to serve on the bridge in Matamoros. At that time, hundreds of migrants were on the bridge waiting for a chance at a hearing for asylum to come into America. We arrived on a Friday. We got ready and, and prepared food, which we took over Saturday evening and set up on concrete barriers to feed all those on the bridge. And they came to us, hungry, hot. Oh, it was so, so hot. They came to us in need. They came to us in faith. And as we served those who suffered, we were able both to serve them as Christ served and feeding, and yet also to meet Christ in those who were there. On the Sunday morning, we went back to the same spot and in the 100 degree heat set up for
for the Eucharist. And as we were placing the elements and the cloths on the table, when we were setting up for the Eucharist, one of the migrants came forward with an umbrella, which he opened up to shade Jonathan McManusdale and me from the sun. And when it came time to begin the Eucharist and he was ready to go back to stand with his friends to pray and to sing, he handed the umbrella to one of our number so that the bishop and her assistants could be shaded from the heat as we worshiped together in the suffering of that brother Christ came to us in the food shared for dinner on Saturday night in the food and bread broken and distributed in the Eucharist on Sunday Christ made himself known present among us and in the word we shared where we struggled over language barriers to proclaim the great deeds of God and the hope promised by our Savior, Jesus was shared among us. It has been a hard time since then with the pandemic and violence, struggles, the economy. It has been a hard year of isolation a year perhaps of many silent prayers, wondering if we would ever see Jesus. I wonder though, I bet that some of you have seen Jesus over the past year, you have met him. I know some of you have. Because along with suffering and death, there has been life and redemption. There has been resurrection and not just as a distant rumor, but as a lived reality. We are here today to bear witness to that life. God is faithful, and Jesus will surprise us when he stands among us. Again and again, he will make himself, Jesus in his resurrection life, he will make himself seen and known in answer to our prayers. Open the eyes of our hearts, O oh God. Let us see Jesus. In the name of the living God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.